What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 122nd episode of the Shatterer Podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. What's going on, Wink? Uh, not not, uh, not a lot. Ready to talk some swag. I've been a long week, and, um, you know, I, I think we have a lot of stuff to discuss, uh, so, yeah, but as always, we have a few things to discuss beforehand. I didn't put this in the notes, but I wanted to ask you, did you watch the football game on Thursday? Uh, I turned it on with six minutes left in the fourth quarter and thought to myself, well, I'm glad I didn't watch this. Did So you did not see the Raheem Mostert injury, did you? No. I, no. Yeah. But I, now I'm intrigued. Highly recommend not watching that. <laughs> I was going to say, this doesn't sound like something I should be uh, yeah, you see, going out and searching. Your forearm isn't supposed to be bent at 90 degrees, and it was... Oh, oh my gosh. Well, how did that even oh, happen? Did he, he land just, on it? He landed to brace, and it just... It, like, in the broadcast, you heard it snap. Oh, it was gruesome. And, of course, he's in my Dynasty League. He's on multiple fantasy football teams, started him in a league. So, yeah. Not not great. My stomach is turning already. Yeah, yeah. Rough I'm stuff. Just, just saying. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I had this thought uh, okay. when driving. I went to, had to go pick something up before the podcast, and uh, I was driving around, and I went from my house to where I was going, there is a ginormous shopping center right in the middle of the drive, and uh, the traffic through there was absolutely terrible, and I could not figure out why until I realized that it was Friday night, and then I got to thinking about what Friday night means to me now as a as an adult as to what it, what it was when I was a teenager, and it's pretty damn funny how night and day it was because I'm pretty sure right now when I was a teenager or in college, I was at a movie or standing out front of the theater, hanging out for two hours, waiting for the movie, or just doing stuff that right now I would consider super, super boring. So it's just, and now I'm on a podcast and I wonder if I were 20 year old me, what would I think of what 30 year, 30 plus year old Dan is doing on a Friday night? So I, th- I think pretty I know. funny. I think I know. Nerd. That's, that's yeah. exactly Who is this that. guy? What God, have you become? I got lame in the future. What the hell happened? Yeah. I know. 
telling those terrible dad jokes, just doing all kinds of weird things. Indeed. <laughs> Did you hear uh, any of the news coming out of BlizzCon today? I Blizzard had their not. convention. So I put this tweet on Twitter on my personal account this week, but uh, I was really hoping that Blizzard would put out a a game using all their IPs that would be similar to uh, Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes because they have multiple games, plenty of characters to use to build a game just like Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes. And I know that they have a mobile team that they had built and were working on a mobile game. Interesting. But uh, it did not get announced today, so I was kind of upset. But then the other thing that they did announce, and this was interesting to me, so if anyone's listening and have not seen BlizzCon news yet, Diablo. Do you ever play Diablo? Never played it. Oh, man, so fun. Well, there is a mobile version of Diablo coming out uh, soon. So I'm going to be playing the crap out of that for sure. It looks nice. really cool. So yeah. if you're a Diablo fan, it's Diablo Immortal is coming to your phone very soon, and that is going to be awesome. So I just wanted to mention that. This may sound surprising from a guy that does a podcast about a video game, but I'm not much of a gamer. Like, I literally yeah. play Swaga, and that's pretty much it. So I stick to this and Destiny most of the time, so... Good That's games. where I, those are, are the two two games I play. There are some games I really like. I just I don't have time. So Makes I've got sense. a really important question for you. What? <laughs> hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? What an excellent question, sultry female. Um, oh, hey. I, I guess right on cue. I know, crazy. Uh, so this week, for some random reason, I decided to gear twelve Jedi Knight Anakin, and that took me to the uh, third Jedi quest. All I need are thirty territory battle stars, and I will be onto the final Jedi quest, whatever that may be, and uh, be working on towards going towards getting that finished and getting that knocked out. Um, arena team. I've switched up my arena team. I don't know how many times this week, just because I zated Jolie last week and you know, I've seen a lot of teams where he's so good in them and a couple that were kind of frustrating. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm going to get Jolie in my team ready to go. He's stuck at gear 11. So I haven't gotten him past that, but, uh, I ended up settling on Revan Grandmaster Yoda Hermit Yoda, General Kenobi, and Bastila Sean. Because, well, frankly, I just can't put any of my mods that are worth a crap on Jolie. And honestly, this team has been just doing amazing. Um, I originally kind of moved away from it a little bit um, and dropped Bastila Sean because there were several people in my arena that said she didn't really seem to help the whole team out that much. So I kind of started experimenting with some other things, but... I do. I really, really just love her in this team. I think she's fantastic. Um, you know, she gives turn meter to everyone, the buffs, uh, the ah, uh, the uh, dispel, <laughs> and the she stun. She's really exciting. Oh, she's so exciting. Really exciting. Oh. Yawning through here talking about her. Dude, it has been a <laughs> long-ass day. Oh. But. That's all good. Um, just poking fun. 
uh, as always, I would expect nothing less. But so I, 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 I do. I really like her in this team. I think she's great. Uh, plus the additional counter chance and all just everything that she had. She's great. Plus, you know, like Jolie, she gives the 10 speed and 10% crit chance to everyone. So uh, really, really good to have on the team. Now, uh, yesterday and today, I did not fall out of the single digits. That almost never happens in my arena because, I mean, my arena is pretty competitive. And, you know, therefore, while I was, uh, you know, earlier this week, I was kind of dropping into the teens and Thursday and Friday are usually two of the busier days in arena, but I held held really well. So I was I was pretty stoked. Still am. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it does over the next few days. But this seems to be the team that I do best with. And so last week I talked about how I have Grandmaster Yoda modded, and I've still followed that same strategy. He's uh, as much offense as possible. He's loaded up with offense. Um, I sliced up his diamond so he's a little bit more sustainable, you know, a little bit better defense. I don't know how much of a difference that really makes, but I'm sure it helps some. Uh, his, well, I, I can see. post as a testament to the modding strategy because I've been using it all week, and Ooh. it has been awesome. You well, remember, I got him to the 5,900 offense on the podcast, and he's just been a wrecking yep. ball all week. Yeah, he is. He is freaking and, awesome. Uh, I've got my Grandmaster Yoda at 6,596 offense, special offense. So he is way up there, and he's he is 240 speed. And like I said, I can pretty much auto everyone. Um the team is, it is, it is really, really great. So, um, I am having a lot of fun with that. But there is something that I think is really important that I've noticed a lot of people overlooking when they run Grandmaster Yoda, Revan, and Hermit Yoda. Because of how fast Hermit Yoda is, I've seen a lot of people that have Hermit Yoda faster than Revan. I think this is a terrible idea, especially if you're going to use Grandmaster's training on Grandmaster Yoda, because uh, as we know, and as I've discussed previously, whenever Revan does his first ability and calls everybody in, Grandmaster Yoda is going to get turn meter. Now, whenever he gains that turn meter, he gets, or whenever he does his basic, he gains that 40% turn meter. And so he will then go kind of in the same turn at the same speed, essentially, as Revan goes. And if you have uh, Hermit Yoda just one speed slower, you'll be able to call Grandmaster Yoda in again and give him another 40% turn meter. And so this can really allow him to go a lot extra versus if you had Grandmaster Yoda first, um, it would be... Kind of a, kind of a similar situation, um, you know, because Revan would then call him back in. But um, I, I kind of like having Hermit Yoda just a little bit faster. But that's kind of one of those things to think about as far as like your turn order and all that sort of stuff. Because you know, just one or two speed having making sure that the character goes before another one can be really important. Uh, you know, in the whole 
grand scheme of things. And plus, AI, you never know who uh, it's going to put the Grandmaster's training on. It could be totally random. But it's just like you never know who's going to get focused by Revan. Yeah, exactly. It's, yeah. In a mirror match, at least. In, in a mirror match, yeah. That it's... can be so annoying because mm-hmm. let me tell you, I have started to fight the Revans. Like I said, I hadn't fought them yet. Oh, I fought them a lot this week. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm. I'd say I'm about 75% on win percentage. It's, it's really. Depending on who they go after, it can get just nasty. If if it, if they focus my Chewbacca, it's pretty much over from the start. Because once Chewbacca goes down, so does the damage. Yeah, <laughs> and it's it's rough on my, with my team at least. Um, so th- there was something else that I wanted to mention, and that was about Jolie. Uh, with using him in arena, I kind of started digging into his kit a little bit more. And I think there's something that a lot of people have kind of missed as far as whenever I look at videos on how to mod your Jedi team, uh, you know, Jolie needs to be survivable and his unique ability, uh, which one is it? It's the don't interrupt me one. Uh, I'm going to read this and I want you to tell me what part you think is kind of overlooked. Jolie has 100% tenacity and is immune to turn meter reduction effects. In addition, at the start of battle, he gains bonus critical avoidance equal to half his tenacity. Any idea what so, there I found kind of looking for some more tenacity that people probably don't worry about tenacity. Yeah, people don't really worry about tenacity and with Jolie, you kind of he already has 100% tenacity. And no, that doesn't mean that he resists all the debuffs, as I'm sure you know. But the higher you get tenacity, the more likely he's going to resist debuffs. He's not going to get stunned. He's not going to get ability blocked. Plus, half of that tenacity turns into crit immunity. So by loading him right. up with tenacity, you're also getting the crit immunity. So a let's just take, for example, if you have one set bonus of tenacity with a slice tenacity primary that gets you 35% tenacity on the primary. And what is it? 20% on the bonus. So by doing that, rather than going health, which is what a lot of people suggest, you gain the 55% tenacity in addition to the 27 and a half percent additional crude avoidance on top of the 50% crit avoidance he already has anyway. So that that can really hack down on, you know, the chance of just about anyone critting him. And that obviously just helps him survive a lot longer. Especially, especially if you're not running General Kenobi, because you don't have General That's Kenobi That's exactly what to I was going to say. Put down the crit immunity. Because it can make... Make it a little easier to put someone else in that spot for him. Indeed. Yep. So. So. Interesting. Yeah. Well. That might be something because I'm working on gearing up Jolie right now. And so. Well, I'm finishing Bastila to gear 12, but I'm working on Jolie as well. And uh, I wasn't sure where I was going to put him. Whether I was going to take out Chewbacca for him when I got there. But it might be interesting to just pull out uh, Kenobi at that point and see what happens. 
Yeah. No bad idea. Just see. If it doesn't work, then we'll pull out uh, Chewie and throw Jolie there. But that could definitely be interesting, I think. Speaking of that, um, our poll this week may have something about Kenobi in it. Oh. Hmm. Possibly. Possibly. Well, what else did you do this week in Swaga? All right. Well, uh, Revan has been a huge bump to my Sith Raid scores. As someone that doesn't get to hit the Sith, the way we do our phases, having them split and the times we do, I don't usually hit first the first phase or the third phase. So it's usually phase two and phase four are the ones the money phases for me. And I always had the Night Sisters working, so that's been good. But uh, my phase two scores haven't been great, but now the Revan they are. And so I almost, it's super annoying, and I told you this story, Wink. I know you have your headphones on, you can hear me. The, that uh, I was fighting for the 10th spot because I've never gotten a top 10 finish in the Sith Ray. I was really hoping, you know, get top 10. Maybe I have a chance. Maybe RNG smiles on me because I've never got a full piece of gear 12 plus, but... Oh, it's crazy. I My highest finish, I ended up 12th. Someone posted a 3 million score in the middle of Darth Treya in Phase 4 and passed me and bumped me all the way to 12. Another buddy was throwing damage in there too, so man, it was rough. But highest 12, still shooting up the scores now in the Sith Raid, so having a lot of fun in there, especially really fun trying to test teams in Phase 2 with Revan just to see... Who can eke out the most damage? I think I got a 6.8 million this last go round. So pretty That's fun. Pretty good. There. I think I've gone from I think I've gone from four million to five point two million to six point eight million. So we'll see what happens on the next go around. It'll be interesting. But let's see, what else? Uh, I got Bastila to gear eleven. Uh all I need is a super stun gun and a stun gun to get her to gear 12. And you know how long that can yeah. take. So I got her in the arena now. I took uh, Hoda out, put Basila in his spot. I haven't really felt like it made my team worse not having the heals in there. And actually all the extra damage has made it a lot easier with uh, some of the teams I've been fighting. So I'm now running... Running, Revan, Kenobi, Grandmaster Yoda, Bastila, and Chewbacca. And that team has been awesome. Like I said, I finally started fighting the Revans just to try to get to the top of my shard. And uh, yeah, it's been pretty easy. I've got a nice uh, tip from Chaka in our guild using Chewbacca in your team is to just go after Joe Lee first instead of Revan. And uh, that has been working perfectly for me because nice. you can take down Joe Lee at least once, almost twice. I've done it several times. Sometimes I don't get there, but uh, you can basically take him out. He pops back up from Savior, and then you can take him down again before General Kenobi's taunt is an issue with trying to kill him all the way off. So once I've killed him all the way off, it's been working out well because... I realized that I really need you really need to take care of him because there was a match I fought for uh rank four against a Jolie. First time I fought a Zeta Jolie, and I had him, 
him and Kenobi left, and he brought everyone back. Ooh. I ran through them all again, and Jolie and uh, Revan were left this time, and oh, then he brought everyone back. That's right. That's the first time I've ever... And then this is, might be hard to believe. It's the first time I've ever timed out in the arena because they didn't take out really? my team, but having to beat them, try, having to try to beat them three three different times is just so annoying. So I understand the uh, how people are getting so many timeouts. You got to take down Jolie as fast as you can because if you take out anyone else and give him a chance, he's just going to ruin your day. That guy's. I like Joe. I like Jolie a lot. He's a really cool character. Yeah. No, he is freaking awesome, for sure. <laughs> what's funny is you know what's funny about that too is like uh, he uh, was he didn't really have a spot when he came out. Like people That's said, true. oh, he'll be good in the raid. No one really found a team to put him in that was just super awesome. Um, let's say. Uh, arena he was never really in there but now he's got a spot and he's working perfectly and it's pretty awesome to see that come around for the dude so pretty stoked for that yeah that's awesome um, I'm almost done with L3 in Cantina I got yeah. her to 6 stars before Ooh, nice. before I started moving to T3 and uh, Mission so I'm about 65 out of 100 on L3, but now the question is between with Aura going to Cantina, I have her or mm -hmm. Kira that I can go for next. And the only I think I'm gonna go for Kira because I don't remember what the event is called, but the one with the scoundrels. Not scoundrels, smugglers. The one where that uses smugglers. I don't have a smuggler leader at all. So but, but if I'm gonna beat chewing, the last So you're probably fine. Dude, I, I still Cannot. Well, no, I have beat the last end of that one, so maybe uh, I don't need her. I, I was gonna say I would be surprised if you need her, given that you have Chewbacca. With Chewbacca, I mean, it's pretty easy. I've been farming. Yeah, three I think too, I'm probably gonna go with. You know what? I kept. I was thinking that I hadn't beat the last tier of that event, but I think the last time it came around, since I had Chewbacca geared up, I was able to beat it pretty easily. So maybe I'll do. I maybe I will go straight after Aura because. Right now, I'm really focusing on the bounty hunters anyway. Yeah, and their ships. So, not a I think bad I'll, idea. I'll probably go for for Aura. All right, glad we talked this through. That's that's what's happened this week. <laughs> and uh, the last thing is, I realized that I had not touched my ships in like months. Uh oh. So I went through and I looked at my arena team, and I had tons of prestige and tons of not prestige, um, ship omegas. Ooh. And I updated all my arena ships. They're all maxed out now. So, well, it's about time. Welcome I don't know why I didn't do that. <laughs> yeah. Or my arena sucks so bad that like uh, <laughs> I, I I I fight up to like top two hundred to get my uh, bonus fleet currency, and the next oh, day yeah. I come in and I'm like three twelve, three fifty. Oh, holy you know? crap! It's Super annoying how my ship arena is. So well, uh, I haven't really worried about it too running? much. Uh, Tie advanced Biggs and uh, Tie fighter pilot, and with a Phantom first backup, Slave one, Tie silencer, and 
Pose X-Wing. You ought to throw Houndstooth in there and just see how it does. Well, it won't do very well because Bosk is level 53, gear one, four star. That's fair. And Houndstooth is just about to be four star. So I haven't used that ship just because I don't have Bosk. So, yeah. But I'm farming him now. So I should have Bosk's. I'm farming Bosk and his ship now. So hopefully be able to use that soon. Well, yeah, that's what I've been up to. Not a whole ton, but uh, just kind of keeping up with things as they've come. And uh, hopefully looking towards the future here and yeah. guessing and hoping that these these bounty hunter ships are going to be meta. Cool. So, well, I guess they are meta for the people I have. Maybe I can get there with them when yeah. I finally get them. So, Man, I am still, I'm still running my... Uh, Bastan, Vader, and Biggs team with uh, Tarkin Capital Ship. That I've gotten so much mileage out of that team. It's freaking ridiculous. Um, <laughs> nice. There's a new ship that I'm work- thinking about working out a way to introduce it, which means we should jump to this. Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. So there's a content update on Halloween. And some information came out about a a login character of one General Kenobi. Raid reward. Well, that's surprising. (laughs) What? I didn't see this coming. Did you see this coming? I did not. I did not see that coming at all. It's crazy. Um, I guess it, it's believable considering they have done uh, the they have done Han as the login in the past. And what was that? That was during his rework month. Interesting that you bring that up. It was yes. Yeah. So you know, maybe just maybe. We'll see something with General Kenobi this month. And the funny thing is, it's like, I don't think he ever really needed it. But if it happens right now, it will definitely beef up Revan teams even more, especially for those yeah. using them. I think we've had, correct me if I'm wrong, um, uh, Izzy mentioned that Han was here during solo stuff as well. I think we've had Han twice. Interesting. Because I believe it was during his rework and then also during solo, if I recall correctly. Maybe somebody uh, maybe somebody can look that up for us and let us know. Um so yeah, the Kenobi login. I mean, we just got all this awesome Jedi stuff. There's really only one tank that I mean, you have old Ben. It's it's the Kenobi twins that are the tanks for Jedi, and General Kenobi is by far the best one, and he has no Omega abilities. He has no Zeta abilities. Come on, CG, what are you waiting for? Get, throw some Omega and Zeta abilities on Kenobi. How awesome would that be? I don't, I don't know why when you said throw some, I in my head I heard pour some. 
And I was waiting for you to say sugar uh, on him. <laughs> well, I mean, are you gonna like? I heard well, I heard '80s hair bands in my head when you were talking. I don't I, know why. I'm but. not sure if that's good or bad. A little concerning, perhaps. <laughs> but pour some omegas on him. <laughs> Make him awesome. Pour some zetas on him, <laughs> even though he doesn't need them. Okay. Yeah. I'm done. I'm yeah. sorry. Continue. Well, that was interesting. Um, so what what would you want from a Kenobi rework? What would I want from a Kenobi rework? It, it, you know, it, it's funny because I'm going to say the same thing that everyone always says about tanks, and it's kind of getting monotonous, and it kind of makes tanks pointless now when they don't have it. But pre-taunts are great, especially would be great. Ooh. Uh, for him, but uh, I I don't want that to happen simply because everybody has him, and under Basila he has it, and that's been a thing. So I don't think that he'll get that, but uh, that would certainly make things even more annoying. At least not against not against Revens, obviously, because he ignores Taunt. But uh, that's yeah. true. It might make it a little yeah. It, well. What it if, might make it even more annoying for Treya and Palpatine teams as well. What about this? And I know they don't want to hear that. What if they right, gave Kenobi see. a Zeta ability with a new taunt buff? And this is a taunt buff that cannot be bypassed. Well, that would certainly be interesting. But would it be a pre-taunt super buff or would yes. it be one of... So you could just have like normal one. the Omega could be pre-taunt and then the Zeta ability could be the super buff, like the, the unpassable, the unpassable taunt. Uh, I would love, love to love to see something like that. That'd be awesome. Um, you know, it's funny. I think you're onto something. I don't know that he'll get, be the first one to get it, but I bet that does be, I bet that is like, Super taunt becomes a thing uh, at some point. Yeah. They'll probably call it something different than taunt. Like, I don't even know. Brick wall. Just. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a good question. I mean, but, if you guys have ideas for the name of this ability, put them in chat. Cause I, I would love to hear your ideas. Yeah. And something else that would be, that I would like to see would be, like an Omega ability that removes the um, uh, negative damage from his mass attack. You know, I think it does, uh, you know, negative 35% damage. So that would be pretty cool to get rid of too. Fingers crossed. We, we can hope and pray. We can hope and pray. Hey, I'm using him again. I'm happy to see Dude, him reworked. I know. So. He's great. <laughs> yep. I totally agree. So the other thing was Clone Wars. It's the ten year anniversary. So, what? Th- I mean, this is huge. To celebrate the ten year anniversary of the Clone Wars, they put helmets on the clones. That way, we don't have to see their ugly, disgusting faces. I'm just, I'm so happy. This is amazing. It's pretty great. Have you got your clone helmet yet? 
I don't, I don't, I don't see one. No. Oh well, okay. I'm just asking. I don't have mine. I can go get a motorcycle helmet. Will that work? Yeah, maybe. Work. <laughs> what do you call that? Uh, hog trooper. I'll be the hog trooper. Oh, I, I thought you were about to reference wild hogs for some reason. <laughs> Please <Or>. no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and you are just not. We are. Our minds are going in weird places tonight. <laughs> Indeed. Um, That's okay. It happens. Oh, uh, something that uh, Izzy pointed out in chat. So uh, Kenobi, his actual abilities, like his attack abilities, have omegas. His leader and unique, they do not have omegas. So just to... Gotcha. Correction and clarification purposes. Hashtag correction. Um... These, uh, these, uh, helmets look awesome, by the way. Now, I won't lie, they do look a little more high definition than the rest of their body. So when you're playing with them, you can see more, it seems like the helmet has more, the lines are smoother than the rest of their body. But, uh, otherwise, they look awesome with those helmets on. And, uh, it's almost as, it's almost like the Jawa rework to their their images in the game because I'm oh, looking yeah. at these clones I now and I'm like, who? who the hell are you? Yeah. It, the, like Cody's easy. Cause he's got the yellow helmet. But when you go between fives, echo and uh, fives, echo and Rex, when you look between those three, I'm going to have to uh, remember them all over again. Rex is pretty easy to find. Cause he's the only gear 12 one I have, but, uh, other than that, between Fives and Echo, the yeah. only way I tell them apart right now is that Fives has a Zeta. So <laughs> <laughs> nice. There's a way yeah. to tell all three of them apart, and it is not their picture right now. So Clone Sergeant's easy. Cody's pretty easy, just because he was the mm. only one that had you know like a lot of orange on him. But yeah, mm. the other ones, man, I just ugh, I have no idea. Yeah, I had a. It's they look awesome though with these helmets. I don't know. The real question to me is no one saw this coming and did they just do a visual change to these guys? I know they did that with the Jawas like I mentioned earlier. It was just a visual update to their There's them a in difference. game with no rework. So there's not What's like a difference? big group of people that are like, oh, we need more Jawas. Yay, Jawas. No. <laughs> uh, people, people, there there are some people who, um, God, I, I don't want to go too pol politically incorrect here, but just something in their brain has caused them to like clones. I just, I, I, I can't wrap my head around that fact, but there are actually people out there who like clones. So we call them Star Wars fans. You should probably get on board with this. Uh, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. But, uh, I mean, there there are actually people who are excited about the clones getting their helmets that like the clones. So, I mean, let's be honest. It would be like a sultry female level taunt of them just redoing the looks and giving them helmets and no ability changes. 
Because what are they good for right now? Rex is obviously still good. Fives has an awesome ship. That's it. What else? Yeah, they're they're they can be a decent territory war offense team, but uh, not against very strong teams. So if you're in the lower territory war brackets, you could probably get some wins on them. But when you come up against these Revan and Bastila and Treya walls, they're not mm-hmm. doing anything. Yeah. So uh, they used to like that. They've always been decent in phases. One through three of territory battles. I've never found any good use of them, like reliably three, five, or four, five, and six in territory battles. I every once in a while, depending on RNG, they'll just go five of six, and I just cannot give up that extra phase just because I like to use them. Yeah, uh, they just don't have a lot of use right now. So I'm really hoping, since all of mine are at gear twelve. Or sorry, not gear 12. All of mine are at gear 11 except Rex, who's at gear 12. If they get reworked, I'll be really excited for that. Especially since, please give me a reason to not regret my 5 Zeta. Because right now, my 5 Zeta is the one Zeta... Well, okay, that's wrong. Hera and 5s are the two Zetas I'd like to have back. But (laughs) I purposely Zeta'd 5s. I did not purposely Zeta Hera. That's so. That was a sad day on the show. (laughs) <laughs> I I would love to have a reason to Zeta Fives just because I love the Unbarn Starfighter. It is such a fantastic ship. I I mean, it is it's so especially against Houndstooth. Oh, it is a wrecking ball. Um I love that ship and I wouldn't mind throwing more gear and more stuff into Fives. Especially if there was like another new ship that, you know, gave him extra offense or something like that, you know, that just made him better. That that would be really cool. But, um, as I wonder if that'll ever come, I don't know. Fingers crossed, man. Fingers <laughs> crossed. Uh, so the other thing is the clones aren't the only ones who look a little bit different. The other thing is, I mean, General Grievous been on the roids or something, man. He looks jacked, dude. Seriously, I, I, I saw this on uh, Reddit and then I went in in Galactic War just to test it to see if I could tell the difference and like he's Wookie Wookiepedia lists General Grievous at like 7 foot 1 but the old version of him in game looked like he was like 5 foot 3 trying to make the basketball team maybe <laughs> maybe now General Grievous is massive in the game. He actually looks imposing like he always should have. He's he's just ginormous, and he, he fits with the character yep. in the movies and the size and in the cartoons and everything. It's just, it's fun to see because now, like, before when he, well, a, I guess his size fit with his kit before because... He was tiny, and when he'd go to hit, you'd laugh off his 4,000 cr- 4, damage crit, and you just didn't scare you. So yep. now he's bigger and more imposing, and hopefully, please, at some point, get a rework. And I think that maybe the fact that they have actually been focusing on this dude might mean that he's getting reworked soon. Make him hit as big as he looks, and then I will be completely happy, because... yeah. He looks awesome right now. Like, he he looks really cool. I mean, the droids need something. The Separatists need something. I would love to see something where, 
They take this fan favorite Gerald Grievous character, which they have hinted at reworking in the past, and do something awesome with him and make him usable. That would be absolutely great. Uh, you know, fingers fingers crossed. Um, yes, for sure. So, uh, I mean, that's that's three possibilities for reworks. Clones, Which Kenobi, and Grievous, they have all given us good reason to think that they could be getting a reworked. In addition to... Um, totally lost totally lost my point. Where was I going? I don't know. Were you going to say something about Territory War? I wasn't. In addition to? I wasn't, Separatist? but that is a good point. Go ahead... And mention that while I try to think what I was going to say. Okay, cool. So part of this is... Oh, well, let me just make one small plug for one. I know uh, he listens to us and uh, is a listener, supporter. So I just want to say... Um, I can't remember your name, unfortunately. But one of our listeners is the... Oh! Uh, is the, what do you call it, mod over on swagavents.com. So if you've never been there, go check it out. I'll give them a little plug here. I went on that site while we've been talking to look up. It has a list of all the login characters in the game since it came out. And uh, I looked it up, and Han uh, Han Solo has only been in the login character for May of 2018. Really? Hmm. He's only been the login character once. I swear so he showed he up during that rework. Interesting. So did I. I mean, I mentioned it, but it, that was not true. So uh, Han has been the login me. once. Um, yeah, I know. Everyone can blame me. Interesting. But the, yeah, so part of the Clone Wars, the 10-year anniversary of the Clone Wars animated series, Um I don't know. Does anybody know? You guys can tell me once you've figured it out. But uh, is that the an- the 10-year anniversary of the movie that went into the actual series or the old animated series that was out before the movie came out into the new animated series? I don't know if it's the old animated series or the new animated series, but 10 years is a long time. And series. Oh, yeah, go look it up. They're like, they're, they're different in animations between... Really? Between okay. the one and the other is crazy. So which like, one some am I the, supposed to the, watch, people? Like you keep telling well, me, you go watch the. Clo- there's oh. whatever. The newer one is the one you should watch because that's you the one you'll actually do. find. But I should finally start watching the Clone Wars, and I should do like mini, just do mini podcast episodes for each episode that I watch as a documentary of my travel through the clone wars tv series. you should or you know that that star wars we need uh, to media podcast we do that could we, be a segment on that one ex- so. we, we need to get on it we already got we already got all our content rolling in for this we just need to start it so that's true um that's a whole nother thing we'll, we'll get to that later hey here's the thing ten- i was going to mention there a second ago so clones the weekly store mm-hmm. they're in there Oh yeah. So I yeah, I saw this earlier today and posted a screenshot of it to so, see what people thought about this. 
there's that. There's the hints at the reworks. There is so much stuff. Who 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 is the bad guy in the Clone Wars? I'm just curious. Count Dooku. General Grievous. Anyone else? Maul. That's it. Is there? There's <laughs> uh, got to be something else. Uh, Senator Palpatine. They've they've been hinting that. It's going to be Marky, 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 and then we're going to get some legendary events. They used an S. What if you need the freaking clones for a legendary character? <laughs> I, I, I don't I mean, know where you're going, but I hear need the clones, and I'm like, okay, I'm, I can get in on this. I mean, there are clone faction packs. There are clone bundles that i mean they're giving there's us, a lot of clone stuff going on right do, now and it's do, kind of if we if we didn't think it was at least maybe a hint to something mm-hmm. we'd probably not be doing it justice because the in that weekly store the spot where in that weekly store where all the uh, clones are sitting for 25 shards for 2000 you know crystals right now those are all the spots that the old republic held for like a month, right? So, I mean, I don't know, man. You got a whole pack of the, the, you got a whole pack of the five of them that you can purchase just like you could with the Old Republic. Now they're in their spots on the weekly uh, rotation in the weekly shipments. It's like they yep. might need not be being used for anything, but I've, I've, I'd my eyes have been opened by comments we've seen in our uh, podcast chat because there are a lot of people that don't have all the clones at seven stars. That's true. So, I mean, I thought everyone did. And if you started playing this game in the past year, year and a half, there hasn't been a whole lot of reason to do it ever since CLS come out. I mean, CLS completely killed what clones did amazing. And that was the heroic AT raid. I mean, once he came yeah. out, it kind of eradicated their usage in any way, shape, or form other than Rex Lead and the Umbaran Starfighter. And since then, there's not been a whole lot of usage. So they need to put something in the game to make people want to farm them. A rework would certainly help, but also a legendary character would certainly speed up that process. See, now I'm in a really good boat on rumors, at least, because there's been rumors of C-3PO using Ewoks. Totally ready for that. If there's a rumor of anything using clones, I'm ready for that, too. So bring them on. I'm all yeah. for it. <laughs> like, I love my clonas, and uh, if they, anything to make them better or make them required for something, I'm totally fine with that. Yeah. So... But yeah, I'm with you. They're like the only people that really have clones are people that were trying to beat heroic AAT and building the teams for it back in the day. Yeah. And clones were just a really good phase two team back then. So Princess Zodi, if you remember that team, yeah. you know, with uh every all the clones except Rex with Princess Leia in it. That was mm-hmm. a huge team for a long time. But since then there's really been nothing for clones. And I could see why no one would farm them. So this will definitely be an interesting month to find out what that all means. 
Ace Tui so. brings up an interesting point in live chat. Uh, said, I mean, what legendary, though, would they give heavy? And that's an interesting point because so far, Grandmaster Who Yoda's, was the guy with S you were talking about? The what? You said there's a character. Who's the bad guy from Clone Wars? Starts with an S. I said that? No, I was just asking. Because I, I, I don't know. I haven't <laughs> seen the Clone Wars. Oh, okay. Well, then never mind. I, I, I don't know who they would put from uh, Clone Wars for the clones. But I what really if it don't. was a clone? Because they did this Grandmaster Yoda. They had Yoda. You needed Jedi to get him. So they could totally do something like that. Um, it wouldn't surprise me at all. I mean, that that would be pretty cool. Well, for people asking, at least for clone-wise, you got uh, Wolf, Heavy, Gregor. Um, there's there's plenty of them still uh, to go. Are any of them legendary? I don't know. But maybe it would be like a... Maybe they could do like a weekly event for shards or something that gave you yeah. a clone. I don't know. But we'll see. Interesting. Who knows? We'll see. Um, we will see. All right. Uh, so the other thing is they announced uh, The Road Ahead is coming next week, most likely. So we might see it next week, maybe. Maybe we'll get to talk about it. I sure hope so. Fingers crossed. Um, We'll see. Going, Continuing on this trend of... Uh, 10-year anniversary, I just want to mention that there's a Territory War special event this month. And four characters, four Clone Wars-era characters are getting what I'm calling super buffs because these are just not buffs. These are like make them Territory War heroes in one ability. Um, so for the next month, and they listed the dates of the Territory Wars that this would be going on in, there are four characters getting buffs to them, uh, taking out the bu current buffs in the game for Resistance and First Order and adding these four. And the people are Mace Window, Mace Window, General Grievous. And if you look at their uh, their forum post, they say two mystery bonuses. But the same day they posted this was the review phase of Territory Wars. So you could go in there and it actually showed who the other two were. And the other two were... Cup and um, Dooku, Count Dooku. So let me just read off these ridiculous uh, bonuses. I have, I have the two mystery ones on my phone. I'll read them from there, and then I can read you the. Um, I'll read you the other ones. We'll save the best for last. All right. So we'll start with this one, which no one saw coming, and that is. Long Arm of the Law, which is a buff to Coruscant Underworld Police. So if you, all those people that are niche players that just were like, like me with Gamorrean Guard, were like, I'm buffing yep. up my my uh, cup and I'm just doing it for fun. Well, now you have a use for him because he's getting a big buff in the uh, Territory Wars. And this is what it is. It's Cup gains 500 Yes, you heard that right. 500% potency, 300% max health, and deals 1,000, 1,000% more damage, which is pretty good because 1,000 times one is uh, 1,000 now, so he'll be doing all right. Um, with his basic attack, 
when attacking scoundrels. So he is going to be good up against your bounty hunter teams and your Kira-led teams and things like that. Uh, also, whenever Cup inflicts stun, he gains protection up 50% stacking for two turns. So um, if you don't know, he has a stun on his basic, which is why I've always said he's not the worst player in the game, and that is Mob Enforcer. But he has a 40% chance on his basic to stun. So if that 40% procs, he is going to gain protection up stacking 50% for two turns, which is pretty good. And not to mention all the, he's got the potent 300% potency. So if, if that 40% does hit, no one's going to miss it or he's not going to miss it. So, yeah. Um, yeah, it's just, a, it'll be interesting to see the numbers that this dude's putting out. So if, if you guys look, if you guys use these characters in territory wars, I'm going to make a channel on the podcast chat for territory wars damage screenshots and i want to see you guys toss in there some of your highest hitting moves from these guys because i i really want to like see it. what these buffs did to these characters and uh next podcast i will uh throw some of these screenshots up on the screen just to show everyone while we're talking what these guys were doing i so like it check that out after the podcast so i will throw that in there and it'll be fun tomorrow during the damage phase to See what people get. Indeed. Uh, the other one, the other mystery, Sinister Spark for Count, Count Dooku. Forced Lightning ignores protection and deals bonus damage equal to 80% of the target's max health if they are already shocked. When Count Dooku uses his basic attack, reduce the cooldown of Forced Lightning by one. Ooh. So basically, pair him with... Uh, with Palpatine, so you can get the shock out there, and uh, this is going to be doing massive damage outside of uh, outside of their protection. And if you can get, you know what, just just do this: throw in a Palp lead with Dooku and Savage Press, and uh, watch idea. as watch as uh, Dooku takes someone down eighty percent health, and Savage just destroys them with his massive attack even though they have full protection. I do believe it's his attack is based on your health percentage. So yes. yeah, that is the way it is because we used to always talk about the same type of combos with uh, Sith Assassin. So if you put uh, Savage Press with Count Dooku under a Palpatine who's going to be throwing out that shock on his basic, this could, this could really start wrecking some teams. So interesting. For sure. Yeah. I'm and then, uh, interested to see how that no, works go ahead. out. Should be fun. <laughs> uh, like, seriously, I want to see some of these. Dooku's already hits. pretty good. I see a lot of people using him with Emperor Palpatine anyway, so it'll be nice having him get a little bit of a buff. That'll be cool. Yeah. General Grievous, General of the Droid Army. General Grievous has plus 300% offense, so maybe he'll not hit like a wet noodle. And at the start of each turn, if Grievous is below 100% health, he dispels all debuffs on himself and grants taunt to the healthiest droid ally until the end of the turn. Wow. When a droid ally is defeated for the first time in battle, Grievous dispels all debuffs on himself, resets all ability cooldowns, and gains three 
bonus turns. Three of them. Pretty crazy. This this ability has a lot of like Zeta uh, bonuses for some other characters built into it. For for example, Hoda's uh, reset all abilities when someone dies. Uh, that's in this. You got uh, three bonus turns. That's pretty dang good with three hundred percent offense. And uh, what if some of that is think- a hint towards his rework? Uh, that would be a good start because his his force taunt on his normal kit, I think it just goes to a random droid ally, not the healthiest. And so he could be tossing it on a red health character to taunt and really not saving himself at all because yeah. two turns later he's dead. So hmm. that I'd be okay with that. I mean, it works out pretty well. He's going to need a lot more than that to make him good, but that is definitely a good start. Yeah, for sure. Interesting. So... And the last one, and the most ridiculous one. Oh yeah, <laughs> which is hard to say because those those potency numbers and health and everything on Cup are just ridiculous. But here you go, Mace Windu, Battle Tune Master of the Force. Mace Windu has one hundred percent max health, four hundred and eighty percent max protection. Now, before I go into the other <laughs> stats, just remember that Mace is listed as a tank already, so he's got some pretty good numbers already so he's just going to be super beefy plus 100 percent counter chance and is immune to shock daze and stun Woo. additionally when attacking a sith with his basic attack may steals plus 1000 damage 1000 percent damage that's legit. and inflicts expose on all enemies for two turns two turns expose on all enemies Whenever he takes damage. Sounds like a Treya killer. Holy smokes, man. Don't put Treya walls up this month. You're going to... No If you do, you're going to have a bad time. So if Jango Fett has exposed... There's more. There's more. Oh, God. If Jango Fett has exposed, Mace Windu's attack will instantly defeat him. Damage immunity does not prevent this attack wow so Django, sorry to say it brother but uh, if you're exposed you Oof. are one shot like a that annihilate. is crazy, it's, crazy. It, it's completely crazy this so, this ability is just out of control you know what I, like these seem really overpowered but they're on characters that don't really have much of a use elsewhere i i really like the idea of taking a character like Mace and making it to where he like he can be a big factor in leveling the playing field against say guilds that have Treya because you hear about this all the time guilds without Treya battling guilds that have Treya I I really think that this could be pretty interesting I agree I agree completely. It'll be interesting to see if this becomes a trend for, uh, you know, themed months going forward if we get themes like that. That would be cool. Um, So, yeah, I agree. I just posted the 10-year anniversary Clone Wars stuff into the chat. I also linked the poll responses so that was an accident but if you're interested and want to see that early 
it's in there now. So, and if yeah. you're listening on the podcast, remember you can always go to shatteredorder.com slash episodes slash 122 or just go to shatteredorder.com and you'll be able to find the full detailed show notes. I finally, I, I've been backlogged on not having those out, but I finally got all the show notes up from recent episodes. So if there was a topic we discussed that you're curious about or something, you can always go to shadow.com, use the search function, find stuff that's in our show notes so that you can find those topics and find out what episode it was, go listen to it or whatever. So, but these, uh, both those links you mentioned will be in the show notes on the site. Sounds good. Um, all right. So what's so next? The other thing is ship and mod energy, which I touched on their second go. Uh, they are doing it for fleet, cantina, regular, and mod energy, all of them. Now, remember, the energy, so your regular energy and your mod energy, because of these prices, it's basically like, I think it was uh, 80 crystal refresh. I'm totally going off my memory here, but I believe it's an 80 crystal refresh. So you're better off doing the 50 crystal refreshes first, then buy the energy packs, and then buy the 100 crystal refreshes. So basically, if you're buying, if you've been buying 100 crystal refreshes, pause on those. Buy the buy the energy packs. You'll be good to go. Uh, as far as fleet and cantina, those are equivalent to 113 energy refresh. So they are so so close to the price of the uh, 100 crystal refreshes, and a huge bargain over the 200 crystal refreshes. So. Keep that in mind while doing your farming. If you always do 100s, you might as well go in and, uh, you know, buy buy the energy because they're not a bad bargain. Um, I like these things. It's nice to see them coming out for all of the energies now. Kind of crazy. Yeah, I will be buying the mod energy one because I love mods. And uh, not surprising. Yeah, not surprising. And my favorite thing about it is you don't run out of nodes to farm, you know, or like what I'm farming, I'm not going to get blocked up on. Like all I'm doing with regular energy is farming characters. So like I have to spin crystals to refresh nodes and such. I, I don't want to deal with it. Um, so uh, yeah, that's that. The other thing is Aura Singh is now in Cantina 7C. So she is actually farmable. They removed Royal Guard. Because he shouldn't be a 16 energy node anyway. And not a hard node. Oh, oh I thank know. Thank you. Well, I love this character. Aura's... She's awesome. It'll be interesting to use in phase three on the raid. Once people start getting, majority of the community starts getting their hands on her. Um, she was built for phase three of the heroic Sith raid. So she was. I'm really excited to get her. Well, with those bounty hunters. You're so, so excited about her being farmable, not on hard node. Xanadu Blood is now in the fleet shipments, apparently. Have you seen this yet? Wait. It, it is? You missed this. Wow. No. Yes. No, I, I thought the announcement said that they were putting Xanadu Blood in... Said... Like, shipments. Like, like you use crystals. It said fleet ship. Am I was I wrong and I've not been looking for Xanadu blood when I should be? All right. I'm going uh, to look right now. All right. So here here is exactly what it says from CGSB Crumb. 
It has been brought to our attention that Xanadu blood is conspicuously missing from fleet shipments. And considering that IG2000 was hired today, he should be in there already according to a release cadence. In short, we forgot to have him last pass. Xanadu blood will be added later today and we'll stick to the release cadence as if it was added to fleet shipments last update. Does that mean the regular shipments? Yeah. Because it says fleet yeah, shipments. Is... Yeah, the, well, the, where you use your your uh, coinage is called the Fleet Arena Store. So I'm assuming it just means, like, ship Aww. shipments in... Uh... No! Yeah, because I see... I got my phone right here. I don't know if you can see that Xanadu blood in regular shipments right now, but well, it's not in the fleet store, I don't think. Because I have seen it nowhere, and I need it. Yeah. It is in shipments for crystals, for sure. I do not think it actually was added to the store. Ah. So. I know. You got my hopes Boo. up there for a second. I'm like, what, something to farm other than other than ah. Zetas? As much as I love Zetas, it'd be nice to try to farm something else out of fleet shipments. Why do they call it fleet <laughs> shipments? That's just odd. Izzy, wink is fake news. I, I am it. not fake news. <laughs> <laughs> Why do they call it fleet shipments? Well, Should be shipments. That, that's stupid. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of throwing me off that they call it fleet shipments because it is it's shipments. That's all yeah. it's called, so... Who knows? Well, I haven't seen it anywhere, so I so how was I supposed to know? It doesn't show up. Ugh. That's why you ask it live in front of everyone, and then they tell you. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I like to do. Also, Houndstooth, exactly. now farmable. And it's on Stormtrooper's node, not Bosk's node. That's what, like, Stormtrooper, really? I mean, I've I held off farming Bosk until like I got all the old Republic characters, and now I'm doing Bosk. And I was really hoping that Houndstooth would drop on his node, but nope. Alas, I have to farm two like, hard nodes to get him and his ship. It's weird. Um, I, I don't know. It's weird. But I am farming. I am farming, as I like to call it, the fiber tooth, and I am refreshing that node to get that thing finished. I'll have Bosk done this weekend. Bosk will be seven star this weekend, so then it'll be all, 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 all hounds tooth. I cannot wait to get that finished. To uh, Joker's point in the chat, Bosk's node would be too nice to us. See crew slash silencer. I have a counterpoint to that, and that is more recently than crew silencer and that is lando and lando's millennium falcon that's true are on the same one so it's not something that they and stopped doing the difference did not happen with this character difference is cantina there's not a number of attempts limit per day versus like these hard notes where there is a limit per day uh you know so yeah. we've seen we ha we have actually seen other ones that double up but there have been a lot so we have Krennic and Juno's Soldier Starfighter. Those are on the same node, which is odd. But you have Shore, yeah, Shore Trooper and Tie Reaper, same node. And then you yeah. have Scion and Kylo Shuttle. 
um, you know, they they do mix and match on some of these, but man, it would be really nice if they would just kind of pair them up and go with it. But you know, whatever. It's whatever. I'm gonna farm it regardless. That's so. true. You gotta have it. You need it. You better farm. Gotta it. have it. All right. I want it. Let's um, farm it. Why? Why don't? Why don't we hit the club and? Since everyone loves a good poll, let's dance through the results and see what you thought this week. All right. Always love a good poll. All right. I'm trying something different on the live stream for those of you watching. The poll results are going to just kind of slide back and forth going through the entire poll the whole time we talk. That way I don't have to play with it myself. So if you want to see something specific, um, it'll come up eventually on there. But we're going to talk about it going from top to bottom. So this week's poll, don't forget your helmet. That's what it's called. Don't forget your helmet. All right. Were you one of the people wishing that clones would eventually get helmets? I'm going to ask you first, and then I'll answer, and then I'll go through the poll results there. Uh, well, let's see. Do, should we read off the answers, and I'll tell you which one I'm with? Okay. Let's All read right. off the answers. All right. So, so the answers are, yes, I knew they'd look better. 28%. Mm-hmm. No, I like seeing their faces. 7%. <laughs> Inconsequential. I'd rather they worked on something else. That was 51% of people. And then there was, of course, what are clones? Quoted by me. Don't care either way. And that was <laughs> 14%. There is one answer that was missing, and that's the answer I go with. Which is? Yes, I was wishing they would get their helmet so we wouldn't have to look at their ugly mugs. How is that not on there, Dan? You failed. Oh, yeah. I got the no, I like seeing their faces. I forgot the yes, please don't make me look at their terrible uh, goatees anymore. My bad, my bad. Fair. Yeah, I was actually kind of surprised that that over half of people, like, just didn't care. Yeah, they're like, okay, whatever. I it's, it all it all boils down the same way it always does with Reddit. Vocal minority. Maybe they post about helmets every, you know, once a month and get about thirty comments on it because those are the people that really want it. But overall, most people, eh, whatever. Uh, I said yes. I think they'd look better only because. I like updates in the game regardless because they've been in the game forever now. Throw them in, throw the helmets on them now. The art looks better. Everything looks better on them. It's They're more fun to look at. I mean, just seeing new refreshed things is always good to me. So, And the thing is, you've always got to think about this with these types of things, right? There's an art team, and the art team has their have their priorities, right? So they're going to work on they're going to work on what's important first and then they've probably been working on this on the side for a long time and finally got it finished before this month to bring it out. So they weren't 
neglecting other things, I'm sure, for this. So if you're worried about that, I'm sure that this was a priority, but not one that was taking up all their time. So, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Cool. I got to move something so people can see it. All right. Uh, you ready to move on to question two? Do you think that the clones will be reworked this month now that they have had helmets added? I mean, this is a pretty funny looking one because it's literally nice a three way tie between the three answers, right? Pretty much. I mean, it's pretty close to a three way tie here. The most goes to no. They don't think they'll be reworked with 42 out of 118. Second place goes to yes, with 41 out of 118. So one less vote for yes than no. And then uh, 35 people, or 29%, said depends on if something else is being reworked or not. Which yeah. I put that on there because I really don't think that if General Grievous and the Separatists were being reworked, we're going to see a clone rework. But if we don't see that... The odds of a clone rig are probably a lot better. That's fair. So, yeah. Pretty much evenly split that whole that whole way, so. Indeed. More clone questions. I know you love them. Rework or not, do you think the clones are being used as a faction requirement for an event of some type? I like this one. Now... I someone messaged me on Discord and I added in an extra answer to this question about 30 op, 30 responses in. So 30 responses did not get the chance to go with one of these answers, but I don't think it would have changed it a whole ton. It might have, but uh I'll tell you which one that was as we go, but Okay. 36.4% or 43% 43 people out of 118 said Yes, they think it is a used for some type of event, and they think it's a new territory battle map. So maybe a Clone Wars era territory battle map update, and that needs clones. That was the idea there. Okay. Uh, second place, kind of uh, pretty close between two. Uh, thirty-three percent or thirty-three people, twenty-eight percent said. No, people wanted helmets and they got them. End of story. And then 29 or 24.6% said yes for a new character. Which would be interesting. Now the other two are 7 people or 5% or 6% said yes for a new game mode. And this is the one I added in. So 6 people or 5% said Yes, but for an existing game event. For example, uh, there are some events that use clones that maybe they don't use clones that often for because they're not as good in those events that might yeah. be reworked to help in those events. So so would basically be a rework that makes them better in all the areas that they are already used in. I kind of think it's going to be two of these things. Yeah. I suspect a legendary character. That's mm-hmm. that's my guess because, you know, encourage people to farm clones. And two, one thing that I am super stoked about is Assault Battle. Hello. We haven't had... Uh, I, do the clones have an Assault Battle at all? 
Well, let me let me go back to that uh, Vince uh, yeah, website. Because I cannot remember if they do or not, but uh, I mean, that's one thing that we've seen a lot with all of these reworks is uh, if they didn't have an assault battle before, they do after the rework, and a lot of times they get a mythic tier. So that is a total possibility, and I got my fingers crossed on that one. That would be that'd be pretty sweet because I love assault battles. They're fun. Assault battles are definitely fun. So, uh, ground ground war doesn't use it. I don't think. Okay, no ground war. I'll have to go through these All right. later. I'm not sure. Well, then we will move right on now. to... Question four. Who do you have most ready to kick butt in the Clone Wars territory wars this month? General Grievous, Mace Windu, Cup, or Count Dooku? And I was pretty surprised by the way this one broke down, actually. But yeah. this, this was one you could select multiple answers. So mm -hmm. there was 60% of people almost that said Mace Windu. Half of people said Count Dooku. And then way under that is 19% for Grievous and only four, four people, people for Cup. <laughs> four people have Cup ready to kick butt. Four out of 118. Not surprising. Just hilarious. That's like... Two years ago, if we had asked, Jerry's getting a buff for Territory Wars, are you ready to use him? And everyone would have been like, no. Who has a geared Jerry? Yeah, no kidding. Lots of geared Jerry's in this day and age, but uh, that was not, not the case before people found out he could kill Trey. So. Yeah. <laughs> Man, that, that brings me back to the old days. The Jerry facts... And, uh, oh man, I miss our good friend, Jerry. I know he is a good dude. We need to get just, we need to find someone just to dress in a stormtrooper costume and be Jerry for an episode. That'd be and awesome. just say stupid things. That'd be awesome. It would be wonderful. Hey, if somebody wants yeah, to send wouldn't... me a Jerry costume, I would wear it for like every podcast going forward. That would be awesome. And, oh, I wanted to I say something that. really mean. What? <laughs> No, no, I said you wouldn't never. have to act like Jerry. You could just say stupid things anyway. I do that plenty. Oh. I mean, that's the personality's <laughs> already there. It's just you know, I need the, I need, I need. Now everyone knows who Jerry is out of the suit. All right. That's well, fair. exactly. I'm sorry we've made fun of you for so long. <laughs> um. All right. So let's move on to. Hello. Question number five. There we go. Uh, think there's any chance Mace keeps an even toned down version of this new ability for Territory Wars for his normal kit? We all know he needs it. <laughs> um, and the possible uh, answers were no way, possibly, but not probably. And for sure, he needs a third rework. <laughs> so uh, possibly, but probably not took up a whopping 56% of the pie. And then uh, at 24%, we had no way. And the last 20% was for sure he needs a third. Oh, here we go. What? 
He does need a third rework, but uh, did you say what? No, nothing. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. I was playing the 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 podcast chat game there. Uh, um, yeah. Very, yeah. <laughs> third rework. The all right. I'm glad we're on the same page here now. The he for sure needs a third rework, but I just don't see any way that this ability somehow gets implemented into his kit because it is just too out of control. You know, we didn't talk about Mason. There's a reason. Uh, We're about to talk about Anakin's ship. And, you know, Mason needs a rework. Like, they're putting stuff in to make his ship better. Like, maybe him and his ship are getting a rework. Yeah, maybe. Especially with the new... uh, Especially with the new ship that was just added this week and the way his kit is completely built for endurance at this point because of the valor buff yep so i don't know be interesting i i'm not sure how many people have good endurance out there though you know their 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 maces are probably a little weak well, according to this, sixty percent of people polled have him ready for territory wars. So, I would Let's, get, I would guess that there might well, be enough people out there that have that's just geared ready, him though. to have an extra capital ship. So, I mean, what's that? General Cup, obviously, nobody's going to have. General Grievous has never been good. Dooku's at least been decent and can work under Sith. I mean, and. You know, actually, I guess I am kind of surprised that Mace was number one. Never mind. I was about to argue why <laughs> I... N- never mind. Yeah, I- I'm with you. Interesting point. <laughs> Reevaluating now. Always ready to uh, to go against me. I understand. Mm, I-, I do love a good debate. <laughs> All, All right. right. What's his last, last question? With my, I just threw this in here because we got a few more new farmable bounty hunters uh, ships. We got Houndstooth and Aura Singh now. Uh, Imbo came out with the last update. Lots of all of these new bounty hunters are coming around now to where they're farmable. And my question was, with most new bounty hunters and bounty hunter ships farmable in some fashion, are you farming them right now? And 47% of people said, yes, I think we'll need him for something, if not arena slash territory wars. Uh, Yeah. Fleet arena, I think I meant there, not regular arena. You don't really see the bounty hunters in arena. I meant fleet arena, but... That's true. Yeah, about 50% are farming them, thinking that they will need them for territory wars or fleet arena or even something else beyond that. Yeah. 33% of people said, no, I am still working on Revan requirements. And that is not a bad way to go because we don't know when that's coming back, whether it'll be soon or later. Uh, Better having be those guys ready. Yeah, having them ready to go is smart. Uh, 14% of people said, yes, I've got nothing else to work on right now. So they're farming them right now. And then the last chunk of the pie, 7 0.5% of people said, no, I'm working on other characters that I want. So whether they're newer players working on uh, working on building up their roster with characters they don't have yet or older players that 
are going for solo characters right now or some of those newer farmable characters like Visas or heaven forbid Rose yeah. or Holdo if you haven't got her, things like that. So pretty interesting. I, for one, am going hard on the Bounty Hunters. I, A, I love the Bounty Hunters faction. I think it would be awesome to be able to field two teams of them. Uh, they're really good for territory wars. There's, yep. It's always fun to use them in territory battles. It's just a, they're just a fun group. And then their ships are also really, really good. So true. There's that. Indeed. That is that. I don't have much to add. Um, you know what I want to do? What do you want to do? I, I want to give people some stuff. Do we want to give away some free stuff? Yeah, you down? Does anyone out there want any free stuff? I'm sure they do. That's the real question. Oh, you ain't heard that in a while, have you? I haven't. I kind of miss it. Good stuff. All right, so if you are (laughs) unfamiliar, what we're about to do is give away a bunch of gift cards because that's what we do. Um... (laughs) Because we appreciate our patrons and Twitch subscribers, so. Indeed. So, uh, every month, as you may or may not know, we give away $70 in gift cards. Um, We give them to uh, patrons, Patreon supporters, and we also give them to Twitch subbers. And if you don't already know, if you are an Amazon Prime user then you get a free Twitch sub every single month. And if you use that to sub to our channel, we will enter you into a drawing for free stuff. And that is what we're about to do right now. As I go down the list and look for a random number. Hmm. Oh, is this where I I get hyped? Yeah, All right, what are we doing to. first? Twitch or are we doing Patreons? Which All right, we we're doing, doing we are doing Twitch first. All right, purple people from Discord, I hope you're ready. All righty. Purple people, this is your chance. Purple people, $30 gift card on the line. Do what you got to do. Make it happen. What do you got? You're going to recognize this name. <laughs> you may You may recognize this name. Oh, really? So who won the gift card? Warbody! Warbody! We know that guy. Do know that guy. Isn't it Warbobby? It is Or were War you Bobby. doing the nickname? I was doing <laughs> It is Warbobby. Oh, okay. Thank For the you, longest sir. time, I, got, I convinced myself that his name was Warbody and not yes. Warbobby. So... <laughs> War Bobby, congratulations. You have won the Twitch the Twitch gift card. So yeah. You know what to do. Message Wink on Discord and we will hook you up. You you mispronounced Ace Tui. Oh. My bad. Alright, maybe we'll get it right did. on the next one. That's the joke. That's the joke. War Bobby. Doesn't sound like Ace Tui to him. Uh, 
I got you. I got you. All right. All right. Are we going big money or are we going the ten dollars uh, on the first one here? For all right, Patreon? we are going. We are going big money. Oh, big money on the Patreons, blue people from Discord. All right, we got a thirty dollars gift card for I you. I am fortunate that I uh, that the winner is someone whose name I know how to pronounce, and I do believe it is pronounced. All right, who is it? Cable. Cable. All right. Cable, cable with a thirty dollars gift cable, card win. Quoth, quoth, quoth. Congratulations. Hit me up. Troll. And uh, and we will get you your <laughs> gift card. We love you, Kvoth, Cable, Quoth. You're the man. Ten dollars. Let's see. We got another gift card to go. Ten dollars. All right, you ready? That's you know what's fun. Quote's been a Patreon for I think this is like his fourth month. That's a pretty good turnaround to uh, win a thirty dollar gift card. I'd say it is. It's not bad at all. Uh, hey, there you go. All right, Beautiful. the ten dollar gift card winner goes to Bucky Who is B. It? Bucky B. In the heezy. Bucky B. Thank you, sir. And congratulations. And uh, yes. I want to give a big, huge thank you and shout out to all of our patrons. Ringer, Obsidian, Supreme Vengeance, Maze Window, J-Pod, Elton Blues, Chicken Bottom, Quoth, Ben in Z, Z-Splash, STO Bruise, Recoil, Warbody, Warbobby, whatever you want to call him. Booer and ZOK, Dr. <laughs> Shesith, Turner Viobi, Tyrek Thorne, Vistara Kai, Rock, Painted Land, Elon Mustard, Boba Finn, Jitsu Jet M4, Dean Bucky B, BMZR, Gorstag, Loren Dethane, Michael Bluth, DJ Infidel, Zizer, Darth Molly, McMull 2, Sleepy Bulldog, Ron Paul Bunyan, and Han Pikey. Big thank you. We would run down all of the uh, the Twitch Prime subscribers, but A, we don't have the list right now. Well, maybe we do that next week. We've never done that. That would be fun. I'm like kind of interested to see if there's any names on that list that you cannot pronounce. But you did very well <laughs> with our Patreon. So. Oh, I Garrett, I've seen that list. Uh, I've seen it earlier. I, but uh, yeah, there are some names on there that I definitely can't pronounce. I like the idea. So uh, we will do that next week. Um, we will do our Twitch subbers. All right. Um, shout outs. Well, let me just say this real quick, too. Like, like you, I really appreciate everyone that supports our show because we've been doing this a very long time. That Love this show. But without the people out there that watch us on Twitch and listen to the podcast at home. There's a very good chunk of you now that we've been doing this over two years, moving on towards, you know, over two years, right? Yes, over two years. So long time, really happy to have you guys. We wouldn't be doing this if it wasn't for you guys. So your support means the world to us. And thank you to all of you guys for uh, hanging out. If you don't, and I don't mean support monetary-wise. I mean support in hanging out in our podcast chat and talking to us. Just yep. downloading and listening to the episodes 
all these things. You guys are awesome, and we appreciate you. And I know, you know, there are always those of you that would love to support the show and can't, and of course, don't feel obligated. Uh, we would we would love it if you can. We do greatly appreciate it. But, uh, you know, if you do want to help us out, there are plenty of other ways to do it that are totally free. You know, sharing, sharing the show with guildmates or uh, if there's some episode you like sharing on Facebook, social media or whatever, uh, leaving us reviews on iTunes, subscribing on YouTube. All that sort of stuff really helps us out, and we greatly appreciate every bit of it and all the support you guys give us. You guys are absolutely amazing. We love you all. Agreed. Oh, what else do we got? What do we got man. now? All right. So uh, we got we got a few topics left. This is going to be another long show, I have a feeling. Uh, <laughs> we have Anakin Starfighter. I did not oh. see this coming. Well, neither did I. It was just a boom out of nowhere. Indeed. Uh, yeah, this came out of nowhere like like the the B-28 whatever class bomber ship yeah. that came out last week and no one paid attention to. This came out just the same way. Luckily, he didn't have Revan to distract you from him, and I've been looking at this ship like uh, it's ridiculous. It's Yep. It's pretty awesome. So. All right. So let's go ahead. Um, I'll dig through, run through this, and then we will kind of talk about our general impressions. How's that sound? Sounds good to me, man. All right. The unit name is Anakin's ETA-2 Starfighter Alignment Light. Categories, light side, Galactic Republic, Jedi, and Attacker. Crew is Jedi Knight Anakin. Aggressive Jedi attacker that bolsters offense and retaliates when enemies are in trouble. Not enemies, but allies. I always screw up a word during that part. Dang it. All right. Abilities. Basic. Locked on. Hold on. Hold on. One second. Before you continue, I just want to ask one question. Why didn't they just call it Anakin's Jedi Starfighter? Because uh, the estimated time to arrival is about two minutes whenever you call him. But that's okay. The reason I asked that is because Ahsoka Tano has the same class ship and it's just called the Jedi Starfighter. Interesting. So but the, I just the, thought that was weird. Wouldn't this be? Well, I guess it would be. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. So same ship, different names. Weird. All right. Well, anyways, I mean, they, they all have different, like, maybe that's his call sign for the ship. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Hey, that right. could be. Uh, his basic ability is locked on. Final attack. Still physical damage target enemy and inflict target lock for two turns. This attack can't be evaded. Target lock. Grant another random ally Valor for two turns. I already see the capital ship I probably want to use with this guy. Special one. Yeah, uh... Kind of makes it a little obvious there. It does, doesn't it? Um, <laughs> impeding assault. Cooldown. Three turns. Final text. Still physical damage to all enemies and inflict healing Im- immunity and buff immunity on target enemy for two turns. 
Anakin Starfighter gains 20% protection up stacking for two turns for each critical hit. This is pretty legit. I am a big fan. And the nice thing about protection up is it increases your protection pool so you can actually recover it. So, uh, you know, you get that for that for those two turns and... That is, that's a pretty nice little bonus. So maybe pairing him with somebody that comes in that heals could be useful. Assuming he's critting, which might be, uh, you know, might be a bold stretch. Who knows? The other interesting thing to this to me is that it is a very good way to counter the houndstooth. It is. That buff immunity and healing immunity is going to yep definitely take a chunk out of him. I mean, before- because if you can get that on him for two turns, that should help you to give you plenty of time to take him down, I would think. Yeah, I would think so. I mean, Fives has been really good about being able to take him out, f- you know, for the because of the buff removal whenever they're target locked. That's what I always do with Fives and mm-hmm. it works really great. It's nice to have a ship like this that can, you know, put down the heal and buff immunity. Just awesome. All right. So his uh, unique, which is his crew ability, this is the one based on his gear level, is Surge All Power. Final text. Jedi and clone allies gain plus 30% offense, doubled if they have Valor. Whenever another ally falls below 100% health or is defeated, Anakin Starfighter gains 100% turn meter and its next attack deals 50% more damage. Additionally, Anakin Starfighter immediately regains Valor for two turns whenever it expires. So, I mean, this is... all. So unless you buff immune him, he's going to have Valor forever. Pretty much, yeah. I mean, that's the only way to stop it. This is this is the very light side version of Vader's ship. So Vader that always keeps reapplying debuffs, Anakin keeps reapplying the buffs. So I really like the, the way that those play there and the way that this unique ability plays on his actual ability in the game, which is... That's what I was going to say. His character ability is, is very, very similar. Yep. So whenever they so. fall below half health, he gains the turn meter and the bonus damage. Here it's below 100% health, which happens all the time. So uh, this is right. this is pretty interesting. I'm really digging it. His reinforcement ability is called Aggressive Approach. Final text, enter battle. Grant all allies accuracy up for two turns and all Galactic Republic allies gain offense up for two turns. Inflict expose on all enemies for two turns, which can't be evaded. Whew. I like it. Everybody loves some think? exposes. Yeah. I think no. that uh, it's a really good... So if you... I think that if you use Advanced TIE Fighter in your starting lineup and it gets killed often, this is a good way to bring in another target lock character on basic that also has a really good uh, reinforcement yeah. as well. If that's something you were to need uh, that uh, the, the expose is great. 
The offense is great. I don't know how many Galactic Republic allies were running normally in our teams as of now. Yeah. But let well, me see. What, what ships are Galactic Republic right now that we might be using? All the clones. Umbaran Starfighter. Yeah. What's that? I said all Umbaran the Starfighter, Plo Koon. Oh, you said clones. I thought you said Plo Koons. Plo I'm like, Coon. I guess some people are using Plo Koons. Yeah, Plo Koons a good um, one to use with them. Um, Ahsoka used to be used often. She's not so much now. Might be. Maybe. Now. That, uh, that's the spell she's always had has always been a nice thing to have. So. And yeah. I like that. All the clones are good. In his ship, he's exposing other people. When he's not in his ship, he's exposing himself. So, uh, you know, you have a little <laughs> bit of contradictions there, but that's okay. Uh, I, I do. It's I re- terrible I, when he exposes himself. It is. It's so frustrating. It's like, get things on, together, Anakin. my friend. Get together. Yeah. Um, yeah, exactly. So the other thing is the accuracy up. That is really big if you're facing, you know, all these stupid foresight gaining ships. TIE or- fighter pilot? High fighter pilots, yes. Yeah, for sure. For, Indeed. Because so, it's no, yeah, so frustrating when TIE fighter pilot just dodges everything. Yep. Now, what's great about this is because of the granting Valor on his basic and reapplying it to himself, this really, really helps Mace cut down on using his ultimate ability. Um... Let's see, where is that thing at? I'll find it in a second. So, if you don't know what Valor is off the top of your head like me, because you haven't used this ship in forever, Valor, grant the Endurance 15% turn meter and reduce its ultimate ability cooldown by one at the end of the turn. So, every time, if if a ship has Valor, takes a turn, it's gonna grant 15% turn meter to the Endurance. And reduce the ultimate of the endurance by one. All right. So here is the uh, the ultimate for Mesa's ship is his crew ability. And the entire thing reads, All allies gain protection up 150% for two turns, which can't be prevented or dispelled. And retribution for two turns, this ability starts on cooldown. Now, this obviously takes a little while to get to, but uh, I do believe every time you take, um, like you said, the uh, the Valor grants the turn meter and reduces the cooldown of the ultimate ability. So, with Anakin constantly going, uh, it's going to cut down pretty fast. Apparently... I, I believe... Especially since you can put Valor on other ships as well. That's so. the big thing. Yep. I do believe this is now the fastest ship that can get its uh, ultimate ability ready whenever you're using Mace with Anakin. So that is actually pretty interesting to know. I like that they're having some ship synergy as far as getting that ultimate cooldown ready. Cause we haven't really seen much of that outside of 
manipulating turn meter with either TIE Fighter Pilot or TIE Reaper. But now there is another way to do that, which I think is really cool. And it is one kick-ass ship. I am a huge fan. You know, I was thinking about this earlier today. Uh, for newer players, get just getting into uh, Fleet Arena, getting this marquee ship is going to be huge for them. Because we all know in the early days of ship uh, how well TIE Advance did for new fleet shards. Um, oh, yeah. If you were to win that ship from the tournaments back in the day, you were doing very well for yourself. So yep. if you were to get this ship at a marquee, well, everyone will. Uh, so it'll kind of dilute this idea. But it's a good one for you to have as a newer player in fleet. For sure. It's a reason to gear Anakin, who is, mm -hmm. you know, unless he gets a rework, he's not great. I mean, he's um, kind of a second, third tier type Jedi. Good for a second territory war team, but not great for your primary team. But uh, now he has a little bit of usage beyond that, which is awesome. Plus, you don't feel like you wasted getting him to gear 12 trying to beat those Jedi quests. Yeah, there's double double usage here for him now, getting him to gear 12, which is always awesome. Indeed. So. Um, all right, so anything else you want to mention about Anakin's Jedi Starfighter? Just that uh, it's interesting that we're seeing some Galactic Republic uh, stuff pop up for... That's a good for point. fleet arenas and fleet ships because Mace has been the odd man out for the longest time. Even people still even use Akbar, but I don't think a lot of yeah. people use Mace. So this is definitely a step in the right direction to making Mace better and a more viable capital ship that people think about actually using. So we'll yep. see if anything else happens, but uh this is definitely one that will help it be a viable uh, fleet team for at least Territory Wars offense because you're always looking for those extra offense teams. So. Indeed. Um, all right. Indubitably. So before we get into this next topic, one thing I want to mention. So this weekend is the time change. Uh, in a little over 24 hours. What time change? Exactly. So what's beautiful about winter <laughs> is our time gets a little closer together and it allows us to do the podcast an hour early for the vast majority of people. So, uh, you know, right, like I do it, it's 1030 central time for me. We'll be moving it up to 930 central time starting on episode 123, which is awesome. But you know what the best part about having the extra hour is? You can go to bed an hour earlier? I could. <laughs> or I could go to bed at the same time or maybe just a few minutes earlier. And what I could do is jump on Discord after and maybe, you know, do a SO after show. Because this is something we've talked about is like a voice chat on some Discord af afterwards. Some after party action. Yeah. Well, you know, if people want to join uh, Discord after one twenty three, we can uh, we can uh, 
throw that out there with our uh, podcast announcement post and uh, see what happens. That would be fun. Indeed. I know I did this. I know I did this uh, two weeks ago for the podcast, and there were only there were only three of us in there. But holy smokes, man! I think I stayed up, and this probably won't happen often for you because it's already so late. But I think I was in there till like two a.m. just shooting the sh- shooting the crap with everyone having fun. That's so late. I think this yeah. is a great idea. <laughs> cool. So hit us up, let us know if you like the idea, and if so, that is something we will certainly do because I will have the time, and let's be honest, after the podcast, I generally have nothing going on besides snooze time. Um, <laughs> we asked for questions last week. We didn't get through them all. You ready to dive into some more of them? I think we can chunk in about 20 minutes of them, see what happens. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was disturbing. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So what was that next question we were on? Do you remember? It was the team composition. I, I don't. Unbelievable. Why? That was so the next one? We we go to our well, You just tell dump. me who it's by and I'll find it. Alrighty, alrighty. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. So there's a lot of questions in here. So um I am looking and I am looking. Alright, so Shanitate's question oh. was with the Jedi uh, with Jedi already meta relevant, that probably means Jedi Luke will be delayed until at least two May's time, two Meta's time. And we've now got a couple that people uh, were wanting for ages. So, oh no, that's not the question I was looking for. It's not. I think I know Where which is that one. It? We, it's yeah, right we here. That I got you. Strotag Star, what are some good options for splitting? Your Jedi team into two territory war teams? Is that the one? Hmm. Guys, help. Come on. <laughs> I don't remember which one we were on. We'll find it. We'll wait. I do not see it. I do not see it. Oh, this is We'll just start here, Zara, because this is where I think we are. I'm down okay. to three light side hard node farms. Clone Wars Chewy, Rose Tico. And Aurora. Who should I farm next? If I had to pick between those three, it would definitely be Rose Tico. Because Clone Wars Chewie is also a Cantina farm. And I would not waste hard node farms on Clone Wars Chewbacca. Uh, I wouldn't do it in. Uh... I guess you got to do one. You have to do hard nodes f- at least five a day. So yes, but they don't have to be light one. side. You can do your hard nodes elsewhere and skip. The oh, light that is side. light side. Well, if you're going to do light side, you might as well do houndstooth. Oh, is houndstooth there? Is houndstooth light side? Houndstooth is light side. That was a pleasant surprise from this update that houndstooth really? uh, light, hard node is light side. So I don't. 
Yep, that's so the answer. I do not Hound's do tooth. Rose Tico anymore. I do Houndstooth. So yeah. this is a week old, so you didn't know. Luckily for you, now you know. Go get your Houndstooth because Indeed. it's a light side hard node. Exactly. All right, that was easy. Next question. That was easy. Joke. All right, Joker, you're in chat. So you, we'll answer your question live. Do you think that CG has put itself in the early stages of a death spiral? They raked in lots of money in the previous three quarters from all the marquee events. Now they have to maintain or increase that profit to keep EA and their stockholders happy. That means they have to do things that are more and more pay-to-play slash win, which will further infuriate the player base and they start shedding players. I've seen it in the last two companies I worked for doing anything they have to to keep the earnings up. Usually that means cutting costs, layoffs, CG probably has to increase revenue. I'm worried CG's just unintentionally stepped into the same whirlpool. Okay, well, let me put it this way. They've got a lot of stuff planned for this quarter. You just had Chewbacca. Uh, Revan, I'm almost positive, made them plenty of money to cover this entire quarter going into the next for whatever they need to do for the next quarter. I don't think that they've put themselves in a bad situation. I think that's just the same type of situation they've always been in, but as with any company, you want to make more per quarter every time. And I think that, uh, I don't think that can be bad. I can only think it can be good because they pump out more content, more characters and stuff for us, free to play players, us. Sorry. I guess I can't really call myself that anymore, but for free-to-play players and for those of us that are not complete Krakens, you know, those characters become farmable quicker when they appear quicker and are a, an actual thing. So I think overall, people are going to buy what they want and when they want it, and others are going to wait. And I think they're just going to keep finding ways to make their money, but still have a good game. So I don't think they're in a death spiral, if that's what you called it, but... I can certainly see like the business aspect of the question, but I just don't think that that, that is an issue for them. I, yeah, I just don't think, I mean, I don't have enough information to speculate one way or the other on someone else's business. Like, you know, as kind of a business guy to some degree myself, like it's, you know, unless you really understand what's going on, it's impossible to speculate on those things. And, I mean, and every company is different, right? So uh, every, what happened at yep. a different company, or even now, a gaming company, what happened there is can be different. So. I certainly hope this doesn't happen. I mean, and I could totally see how it could. I also totally see how it could kind of have an opposite effect also. Um, I mean, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, things have shelf lives. Everything only lasts so long. And that's kind of the way the world works. I mean, it's, Everything goes through cycles, well, and we shall see. Well, let me bring up something that I saw on Reddit, and I actually went to the EA website to check out. Now, if you've ever been to EA's website, they have a section that uh, lists all of their studios, right? Okay. Okay. So let me see if I can find this right now. Um because I thought it was really interesting and something that no one really knew or thought about. So if you go to EA.com, you click the about 
section and go to Studios. Capital Games is listed in their studios. Now, if you go to their site, let me read the, the About Us bio that's on their website. We are a mobile game development studio located in Sacramento, California. Our team is comprised of passionate, hardworking individuals who have the talent, passion, and drive to make AAA mobile games. In addition to the extremely successful Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, we are working on a new, unannounced project and are growing both teams. We are looking for dedicated and talented professionals who want to break the mold for mobile games. So if you caught what was weird there, they are working on a new unannounced project. Capital Games is. Hmm. What does that mean for Swaga? According to this, they are going to have two teams. That might be a long shot. (laughs) To me, this sounds like a second game. Whether that's a Star Wars game or something else for EA, Interesting. we now know from proof on EA.com that they are working on a second game. So that's an interesting tidbit. So I don't know what that means for Swaga, but I'm interested to find out when that gets announced and what it actually is. I would I would like to think that EA like them. Doing a second game is probably a good sign that things are going well. So, I mean, the trajectory should be good. Or who knows? Um, According to Joker, that's been up there for a year. I don't know why I just found out about it this week, but there's that. So maybe it's old and doesn't matter at all, but I found that out this week, so I thought that was interesting. Um, all right. So there was, uh, I found the question that I was looking for earlier. Uh, Shortag mm-hmm. Star, what are some good options for splitting your Jedi into territory war teams? One Revan lead and one Bastila lead? I think we answered this because didn't we have well, Bastila with ah- Ahsoka and Jedi Knight Anakin and uh, Joe Lee and someone else and then we threw the all the others with Revan. Did we come to a conclusion on that? I thought we were going to discuss it and hmm. Okay, maybe we did. Maybe we did. Um I I I like putting Oh, Joker said your assignment was to come back this week with your team choices. Well, okay, let me just say this. That's like what I high thought. school and college and everything else. You never did homework. I didn't do my homework. Yeah, I didn't so, either. There so there you go. I think uh, going with uh, Revan Lead with General Kenobi, Grandmaster Yoda, uh, Jolie, General Kenobi, Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda, and I don't think it matters who the fifth is. And then going with Bastila Sean, taking her. And you know what? Jedi Knight Anakin would be the other in the Revan lead because you'd want to take advantage of him, uh, you know, people getting below health and him gaining the turn meter and stuff. You would have no chance to gain that with Bastila lead. But with the Bastille lead, you would probably want old Ben because of the turn meter gain up, the percentage turn meter gain up front. Plus, um, Ezra. I think that's where you would want to put Ahsoka. 
and maybe Qui Gon or whoever the other whoever the other Jedi you have is. All right, so what do you have? Also, like high school and college, I just did my homework when it was due. So here we go. My two teams: Revan, Grandmaster Yoda, Hoda, Jolie, and Ayala Secura. I like it. Second team: Bastila, Barris, Jedanet Anakin, Ahsoka, and Ezra. That's pretty solid. Or you could take out Ahsoka or Ezra and throw an old Ben to have a tank. See, I think I like, I think I would like Ayla being on Bastila's team because she has the tenacity and can't get dazed or stunned. So she's going to be countering more often. True, true. Well, then you could switch out Ezra for Ayla. between those yeah. two teams. I like it. So. All right. Uh, so, Shanitate's question, with Jedi, with the Jedi already meta, did we, did we go for this question? No, we didn't. I started to read it and then got distracted. With Jedi yes. already meta relevant, that probably means Jedi Luke will be uh, delayed until at least two metas time. And we've now got a couple of people that were wanting... For ages. What are Wink and Goodnight Punk's road ahead? I.e., what legendaries can we expect over the next few months into next year? I'm not sure who else for legendary. I would think someone from the Knights of the Old Republic. I suspect that Revan will be used to get someone. I don't think we'll ever see Revan used to get anything because he's a journey character. That is true. And that is just un- unprecedented, unprohibitive territory. You know what I mean? So That is true. I don't know. Anyway, we are kind of getting into a... We've kind of gotten to an area now where it's hard to think of who is not in the game that you would consider legendary, right? That's and that was why I point. picked Chewbacca because he was one of those characters that have are not weren't in the game for his most known version, uh, and as someone that's been in almost all the movies, it was not it was surprising that that version wasn't in there. That one was kind of easy to pick. C three PO is an easy one to pick too because he's in so many movies, and on top of that, he's just one of the more iconic characters in Star Wars, but the only thing with him is, you know, he's a protocol droid. What does he do, really? You know? But they found ways to make characters that didn't fight work in the game, so I don't see him not coming. I just don't know when that is. But we're getting to an area where picking legendaries is going to be hard, and they might end up just having to rename it to, you know... infamy or you know just make them known characters basically where like a hondo would fit or um still jabba or just these characters that aren't really legendary but are bigger named characters you know what i mean so Uh, jedi luke padme c3po order 66 anakin darth malik is there's still so many. Yeah, well, yeah, 
I mean, there's so, some for sure. And, and that's something kind of with the Clone Wars era thing is, what does that lead into? I mean, Padme was there during the Clone Wars. C-3PO was there during the Clone Wars. Order 66 Anakin was there during the Clone Wars. Uh, Order 66 Anakin's one that I think a lot of people have wanted for a long time um, because he was kind of awesome. Um, you know, General Grievous yellow is eyes. He's a droid. Like, maybe we see a droid legendary event. Maybe C-3PO. Maybe uh, he mentioned Darth Malak, who I'm not super familiar with, but I know that's Revan related, so that's a possibility. Um, yeah, if you want to go into, if you want to go deep, deep into like canon that not everyone knows, I'm sure that there are plenty of yeah. legendary characters Jar-Jar still available. Um, for the Jabba more, the Hutt. for the more, for the more in tune with like the clone wars and the movies and not so much like games like like would you even would you consider Iden Versio? She was a big character in Battle or Battlefront. Is it ba- yeah, Battlefront 2. Like I wouldn't consider her legendary, you know, but she's a really cool character. I don't know. Yeah. There's just I don't know. It's tough to say. Mara Jade because but is she, she? I don't even think she's canon anymore. Like, g- give me Cornhorn then. I'll, I'll take some Cornhorn, yeah. legendary. That dude was a badass. No, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Who knows? We're gonna get to the point where it's really easy to guess legendaries because there's really nothing left. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, so Wayner has a really good next question. You want to read this one? All right, so new game mode idea. One time per day or week, you play a survivor mode. This would be PvE. You battle five by 5 arena-style match. You keep going until you lose. Each subsequent battle increases in difficulty. Rewards increase based on how many battles you win. Catches you can only use each tune one time. This would require strategy and a deep roster. Do you use weaker tunes up front and risk losing an early round, or do you use stronger tunes at the beginning to guarantee you go to the next round but won't be able to advance as far? What do you think? To clarify, each tune used one time, only like territory battles. Same tune can't be used in two different battles. Once you lose, you lose. No starting over or replaying that match. PvE teams would be computer generated and you could see prior to battle who you were going to fight so you could plan counter tunes accordingly. And this one got a lot of responses by the community in our Discord saying, sounds a lot like Galactic War. Kind of. And he said, yes, I realized that after I posted. um, It's very... The difference it's is a very cool your team idea. carries through in uh in Galactic War. You yes. can back out and try again. It's basically like a territory war type event. I think it's more where like you use your tournaments. I mean, that's a structure a similar structure that we've had before. And I, the the problem I have with territory tournaments, war tournaments you could reuse characters. You just had to pay ally coins. That's true. Um, territory wars you can go in you fight if you lose too bad if you back out but that's too what bad I mean. it's you kind don't even of a, have a chance to use them again 
it's kind of a combination of the two. Something like that would be really cool because the thing I like about Galactic War, whenever I had to do it, was I can do it at my own leisure. The thing I hated about tournaments was I you kind of had to be paying attention right there at the end and doing battles. Otherwise, you were screwed. So I would love something that is single player that's just kind of just more battling and that you can kind of do on your own time. And I feel like there's some sort of tournament setup they could probably do with that where you use your entire roster and, you know, battle in a way that maybe gives you almost kind of like an average arena rank of sorts based on who you beat and everything and how many characters you lose and stuff like that. Let me throw out a different idea. As cool as that one sounds, it sounds close enough to Galactic War that it would not interest me if it came out. But here's one. I played Disney Battle Heroes. Disney Heroes Battle Mode for a while. I don't play it anymore, but it had a a mode called Coliseum. Okay? And in Coliseum, you picked three teams. So it was kind of a bigger version of Arena. You picked three teams. And uh, you put your teams in. And the other team had to have three teams to beat your team. So you fought the first one. If you've lost the first one, it was over. If you beat the first one, you went to the second one. If you beat the second one, you went into the third one. And if you beat the third one, then you won the Coliseum battle. And you gained rank by how many wins you got uh, through the phases. Like, so if you got two through two people in the Coliseum, you got a certain amount of points. If you beat the whole thing, you got all the points for each one plus a clear bonus and uh, and that. I thought it, think it would be really cool and award arena. It would be just a harder arena to have to build three arena teams and be able to beat three arena teams. Uh, I don't know how the the ranking structure would work for that, but I think it would be really cool as a new type of PvP yeah. mode. Does all that make sense without ever playing it? Yeah, it does, actually. Uh, the thing I like about the idea is it would actually give you a potential to possibly play other people that are really good at the game that you don't get to play in your arena and that you almost never get to play in Territory War. Uh, you know, there are so many people mm-hmm. that we talk to and everything. It'd be cool if there was a way for us to more directly compare outside of raids compare you know our teams and stuff like that i that's the really appealing thing there for me okay well i have uh i have lso if you don't know what lso stands for that stands for last of the shattered order so one of our guild mates asked about zetas for his team i don't know if you've looked over his roster at all He's looking for ways to beat Revan with his current roster. Hmm. Now, let's see here. There's one thing I want to look at just to see if he has it. Okay. And if not, I'm going to say try that if you're interested. I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. But we know our good friend uh, Nika has. And you don't. So... Here's an idea for you. You have a seven-star nest with a Zeta. Uh, have you tried Darth Maul zeta with the, the trio and a nest? 
that might be an interesting way for you to uh, get through that. That's a good point. Because your mall is gear eight with no Zeta. It might be worth the investment to gear up mall to uh, I, Zeta him and try that team. I because can't I've seen a lot of people talk that. about it. <laughs> well, I really me can't. and you have not had to fight it or try it. But as as far as I know, everyone that I've talked to that have, has uh, used it has enjoyed it. So yeah, I that mean, was the first thing that came to my mind. And it's not something you have. So it might be something worth trying. That is a good point. Um, he made sure to say, P.S. Not sure Obi-Wan or old Ben Zeta will solve things. Just saying help <laughs> i mean all right so here's another one he only has one zeta on chewbacca mm-hmm. um i just found the answer loyal friend chewbacca that's his heel yes the heel that's the one yes it helps a ton Big fan. Highly recommend. What's this, that Zeta do? That's the immune to ability block and cooldown increase. No. Or no, loyal friend. He has. He doesn't have loyal friend, but he has raging Wookie. That's what it looks. No, like. he has loyal friend. He has loyal friend. Yeah, he's got loyal friend Zeta, not raging Wookie. Oh, there it is. I was reading that wrong. Wow. They changed. I feel like they changed the way that looks. Hmm. But yes, that is. Well, correct. we'll keep looking right. and let you know, buddy. All right. Gosh, dang it. Never mind. Three more questions. Let's burn them out, and we'll be good to go. All right. So, so last, first of the last three. Will Wink ever play Destiny? No. And I think I can answer this all myself. No, he doesn't play a lot of games anyway. I think he answered that earlier. I, right. I, Correct. I used to play Destiny, and I do actually like the game. I am a fan. I just, you know, it's time. Hey, PSA for everyone out there that might be interested in playing Destiny. I know that has this has nothing to do with Star Wars, but BlizzCon is going on right now. And if you didn't know, Bungie's PC version of Destiny is run through the Battle.net launcher, which is Blizzard's. And Bungie announced at BlizzCon before it even started that now through September 18th, if you use Battle.net and sign up for their gift in the gift area on Battle.net, you can get Destiny 2 for absolutely free until the 18th. So if you're interested in playing Destiny 2 on the computer, you can get it for free until the 18th. All you have to do is click on the gift sub and it will give That's it to you for cool. free. Nice. So, pretty sweet deal. I don't. I play it on my PlayStation. I've always wondered how it was on the computer, so I'm going to buy it. Buy it. I'm going to get my gift version and try it out on the computer as well. So, interesting. Pretty cool. Um, I, I want to jump back to Elon's question real quick, and this is something that I've seen a lot of people have success with. Tarkin lead. Thrawn and the trio. Uh, it's actually pretty, pretty good because Thrawn gets the extra speed, fracture Revan. It don't go well for Revan. Gotcha. Uh, DTA Ov- Ovi. 
That's, yeah, yeah, I'm sure I butchered that. There's probably a much smoother way to say that. Uh, guys, question on Revan v. Revan. More or less, Fastest Jedi Always Wins. Any tips on getting around this? Um, I am going to have to disagree. The fastest does not always win. You do need some survivability. You need to be able to hang around and not get completely just crushed in the beginning. There are Revens that are faster than me in my arena, and I still don't particularly ever have an issue. Um, I would highly suggest the modding strategies I mentioned earlier this episode, and of course, listen to last week's episode about Grandmaster Yoda and make sure that he is modded well because there are... I feel like there are a lot of people out there that they know how to mod Revan, but may not know how to mod everyone else. And I think you can use that to your advantage. And I'll say this. I think it's more RNG if their Revan's faster than yours. It just becomes more RNG if you're not the faster one. Because for me, mine is about 280 plus plus the bonuses from his leadership. And that makes me the second slowest on our shard, but I'm still getting wins. And the reason for that is the only reason it makes it harder for me is because if he, if he uses focus on the wrong character on your team before you get a turn, it can completely change the battle. Sure. But it doesn't mean even if they put it on the right person, it doesn't mean that you're going to lose either. So the speed is a good thing, but it really comes down to human versus AI. And if you are focusing down the right things while they're just doing what the AI does, you still have a really good chance of winning. And like I told Wink at the beginning of the episode, mine is one of the slower ones, but I'm still winning about 75% of the time. Now, if they direct focus Chewbacca down, my team kind of falls apart at that point. But most of the time they go after Revan or... uh or Bastila. That's what I've noticed is a lot of Revan Bastila focusing. So it yeah. just depends on how that first turn goes. Other than that, I don't think you have to be the fastest. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. And um, like I said, I think that just having a well-rounded team works really well. Uh, the, like I said, the team I'm using seems to be super effective. You know, I have Kenobi for the crit immunity on everyone. I have Hermit Yoda for the heal. Uh, He does have his Zeta on the heal. I do think it's needed because of the protection recovery. But, um, you know, this, like the team I'm using offers a lot. I've had better success with it than I did whenever I was using Chewie because I did. I tested Chewie there for a bit. And there's actually somebody in my arena that runs Han and Chewie. And what's weird is that's probably the most frustrating team for me to fight on offense. I don't ever lose, but it is, it's frustrating, but the dude drops like a rock. So, um, (laughs) it's one of those things that, you know, you want a team that's survivable, uh, for sure. So, uh, Hermit Yoda, I think is great for that because of that health balancing. It can kind of save that kind of that savior ability of Revan's. Saves it for a little bit more important, important point further down in the battle. So, <laughs> tongue twister. Gotcha. Uh, last, well, Bucky asked one last question. Yep. So why don't you cover this one? Because I know you wanted it in here, 
to uh, talk about. Yeah, so that's a good question. So with Treya, with Treya and Jolie both countering crits to an extent, could there be an argument for an offense triangle on Grandmaster Yoda rather than crit damage? And the answer to this is a resounding yes, absolutely. Um, I mean, I think there's a good argument for, I mean, kind of uh, going offense triangle on any attacker in this meta to some degree. However, you get so much crit chance from having the Revan lead that that crit immunity is not always going to be there. The crit immunity doesn't necessarily get on General Kenobi. And once he's, you know, uh, once he's gone, it doesn't matter. Cause I mean, Kenobi is obviously another counter to, uh, the whole crit situation. Um, Joe Lee obviously handles crits really well. Uh, Trey handles it really well. Keep in mind that Revan's leader ability, it doesn't quite cancel out Treya's leader, but it does get close. But you also have to keep in mind that you have the extra crit chance from the buffs that you're often going to get with uh, with Basilisk Sean on your team. And um, let's see. You know, a lot of times Trey is paired with characters that are not Sith, so they're not getting that bonus. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I think there's a very good argument for it. Um, you're not going to have those massive, you know, 105, 110,000 special hits that just completely wipes the character off the face of the map. But I do think that there is a really good argument for that. I think you'll have a lot more consistency. Like your attacks will be pretty, pretty straight line, you know, um, Using a crit damage, you're going to have a little bit of that sine wave looking thing rather than the kind of flat line that you would have if you kind of go all offense, especially on a character with such low crit chance as Hermit Yoda. But um, like I said, I think because of everything that is given and all the buffs and the passive buffs and everything... I do think crit damage is a little bit better than offense with Grandmaster Yoda. And like I said, on Shadowroad.com slash mods, you can kind of see a chart of the breakdown of where, uh, of what you should be using based on the crit chance you're at. So take all those things into consideration. Go check it out and uh, make your own determination. Um, I like the crit damage triangle, though. That's, that is my favorite way to go. What do you think? Sweet. I think that your point about going oscillating damage numbers between if you're using crit damage as opposed to more streamline with offense makes the most sense. So, and I don't think that, and I do think that uh, the crit immunity, since it's a buff and less of a unique type thing, it's not always going to be there for some of the characters that we talked yeah. about. So I think that overall, I think it's better for crit damage, but I don't think you're going to, I don't think you'll regret it in the end. If you go the one over the other. Yeah. And something else to keep so. in mind is, um, you know, Joe Lee's going to be, it's going to be difficult to get past his, uh, 
crit immunity if he's modded like I was discussing earlier with, you know, a decent amount of tenacity. That's that's going to be some tough sledding for sure. And it's not like you can stun him or remove turn meter, so you do kind of have to kill him, which can be frustrating. Mm-hmm. However, you do have characters like Bastila Sean, Revan, both of those characters, Ezra, they remove buffs. So uh, if you're talking about a Kenobi crit immunity type thing or the savior, you know, character getting revived and getting the crit immunity, um, you know, there are ways to actually get rid of that. And that is really important. So, um, yeah, I, I think that covers about, that question. Uh, Dude, I think that covers Q&A. We did it. We made it through. I love Q&A. Q&A is so fun. I love when you guys throw those questions in there. They're fun to answer. I totally agree. Um, I wish we could do Q&A every week. People love it. <laughs> However, it is it is time. I got something else going on now. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. Oh yeah. I just had, so I just had a thought. Did you force her to call me sexy? That's all I'm curious about. I don't think so. I don't force her to do anything. Oh well, that, she she comes that up makes with half feel this much trap better. on her own. No, oh, well, I feel much better now. No, oh, that'll put a smile on my face. I, I, I what is uh, I do debuff her prior to making her record these things. That way, you know, there's no telling what's going to come. <laughs> out. For, the, for those confused, that means get her drunk. <laughs> um, y- yes, yes, just to be clear. <laughs> All right. Good, all right. good clarification there. Yes. <laughs> all right. Just making sure. All righty. Let's go with. Uh, hold on. Let me get this this up here on the the stream. There it is. All right. Shattered Order trivia this week deals with Anakin and the clones. Play along at home. So if you don't know, we use the Kahoot app. It is a trivia app, and our good friend Teshkarn from Frequent Fighters Within the Order. Puts together some questions every week and uh, me and Wink go at it in uh, Star Wars trivia knowledge. And the thing about it is, I don't think that me and Wink have gotten number one in Kahoot trivia since it started. So you guys pretty much beat us every single time. There's a lot more and, of them uh, than there are of us though. We're outnumbered a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, that's true. So. The, it, it, the, stack, the stack is decked. The stack is decked against us. <laughs> Indeed. Anyways, it's a fun game. If you use the Kahoot app, this is the pin to play along with us. So get ready, because I'm going to tell you right now. Okay, the, 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 the pin is... That's how I waste time there. Just speak slowly. Well done, I like it. Your pin for this week's Kahoot is 0268. Two six three. Again, your pin is 
0268263. So I am going on to my two phones that I always have to have here and putting in that pin. Alrighty. <coughs> I'm pretty pumped. I am, well, you've won the last two weeks, or is it three now? I don't know, but it's been nice. It's been really nice. Yeah. I need to get back on my old winning ways, so. Let's get this going. Question one. Alrighty, we're doing it. Which clone does not have a blue accent on his shiny new helmet? All right, go. Oh no, I... <laughs> oh my God, I, do, I... I have no idea. No? The options were Clone Sergeant, Rex, Fives, Echo, and this is stupid. I now know why the answer is what it is. What did you put? I clicked Rex, but I was thinking of Cody, and Cody wasn't an answer, and that's yeah. why I clicked Rex quickly. I put Rex And the as answer well. is Clone Sergeant. Clone Sergeant I don't believe was changed much. Nope, and he has a green helmet, not a blue helmet, so... All right, next question. Which tune does not have the Galactic Republic tag? Go. The possible options are Clone Wars Chewie, Qui-Gon Jinn, R2-D2, and Ahsoka Tana Fulcrum. Okay. And what did you put? I picked... I put uh, a Fulcrum. You did? Really? I did. Wow. I did not. What'd you put? Clone Wars Chewie. I Clone Wars I Chewie. knew Qui-Gon and R2 were, but I, I wasn't sure between the last two. I don't know squat about Fulcrum. Ugh. <laughs> <sighs> Well, that was Rebels' time frame, so I don't even think it was Galactic Republic at that point. Oh, crap. All right, so That's next question. <laughs> Which of these characters does not have direct synergy with the clones in their own kit? The possible options are I'm a Gundy, General Kenobi, Plo Koon, and Clone Sergeant. Good night, Punk. Your answer is... I put Plo Koon. Hey, I put Plo Koon also. Hey! Apparently it was, we, I'm a Gundy. Yeah, we both missed it. Not good. I almost picked I'm a Gundy <laughs> too, and then last time I was like, Plo Koon! Wrong! Oh, well. Wrong! I like how Clone Sergeant was on there. That one made me think for a second. Yeah, like, it did Does me he too. not have like, synergy with his own people? Yeah. <laughs> That'd, that'd be weird. All right. All right. Going into question four. 
All those red dots are staring at On me. To Not good. <laughs> yeah, I know. On to Anakin's Starfighter. True or false, Anakin's target lock on basic can be resisted. <laughs> I know the answer and I was I thought about the question the wrong freaking way and hit the wrong dang answer I was like I I was like I'm sitting here thinking I'm like I know it can't be evaded so that should mean it can be resisted what was the question and then I just thought about the question wrong Ugh. great great you got it right, didn't you? True or... No, I got it wrong. Oh, wow. True or false, Anakin regains valor when it expires and it cannot be prevented. Well, this is... Okay. Dude, we talked about this. Buff immunity can prevent it. I know that. Did you, did you get, did you say false or did you say true? I put true. Well, have you met, have you gotten one yet? No. Oh, well, alrighty then. All right, next question. True or false, Anakin's Starfighter is the only ship to inflict buff and healing immunity simultaneously. No idea. <sighs> what did you select? I selected true. Good, I finally got the one. The answer is false. Yes. It's not the only one, so I'm now I'm curious which the other one is. And why we haven't been using it against Houndstooth. It must be that bad overall. Mm. Trying to remember. I don't know, to be honest. Buff and heal immunity. Yeah, I can't remember. I don't know. But apparently the answer is false because I got it right. Yay! Cool. <laughs> hey, there you go. Getting smoked. This you got round. one right. God. That's good. All right. On to the last set of three questions. Great. Here we go. All right. Here we go. The animation for Anakin's AOE is the same as the animation for. I think I know the answer to this. Yes. Yes! <sighs> I have no idea. Okay, I, I almost brought this up on the podcast because I always put the gifts of new characters up on the live stream. And I almost talked about how it's awesome that his AoE isn't one of those ones where it comes in from the side and kind of sweeps across the one I hate. It just He just kind of shoots right at them and shoots all three of them and then flies back around. So I thought it was unique because I thought I hadn't seen it before. So I put no, it's unique. And uh, that was the answer. 
Yeah, the, the other answers were B-28 Extinction Bomber, Lando's Falcon Special, and Ghost's AOE. Stupid questions. What's the next one? <laughs> next question. Anakin's AOE is the first ship AOE to also heal the attacking unit. Well, I got that wrong. I said false because I thought to myself, that can't be the only one out of all ships to heal itself. Got it wrong. Next. <laughs> got it wrong. <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. With Anakin and Mace as allies, Jedi allies with their valor can gain how much bonus offense? What? I don't think that's the correct answer. I don't think that's the correct answer or question? Answer. Oh, okay. Well, I got that one wrong too. Holy smokes, we both got toasted on this. What did you put on the last one? I put 30%. I put 60%. Because I seemed... I don't, I'm not sure how it's 90. I could be <laughs> missing something. Hmm. Oh, so they get 30% for themselves, I guess, and then 30 for each of the allies, Mace and Anakin, I guess. Hmm. That's the only way I can think of, because 90 sure. divided by 3. I know it was 30% offense they get and doubled if they have Valor. So, which would be 60%, but I don't know. Yeah, I, don't, I do I have don't to know. say, I'm not surprised I got it wrong. So the real <laughs> question I have for you is, what was your final score? I only have three digits. I have 1865, so <laughs> as as terrible as my score was, I still beat you. More than doubled my score. I had 995. And I only got... I had only had two right answers. God. That was... That was rough. And two of them... You got one out of... Two of them I knew. If you would have let me elaborate on the answer, I could have told you about it. I just... Freaking ran the... Question. <laughs> that was uh yikes. <laughs> well, but I'm back in my winning ways. Alright, I don't feel good about that win though. Two out of nine beats one out of nine. That's I think we both lost that one. <laughs> That's a fair way of looking at it. <laughs> Just I that I I am not proud of that score at all. So I if y'all don't hear trivia this week in episode 122, um, we had we had <laughs> audio difficulties. Uh, sorry about that. We had to cut that part of the podcast. Um, we'll we'll make sure that the trivia does not get cut next week. Uh, yes, God. exactly. All right, all right. Well, thank you everyone for listening. If you are, if you want to tell us anything about the show, you can do it in two places. Go to discord.me slash shattered order and join our 
Discord server. You can hang out with us there all the time. We read everything, hang out with everybody. So if you got something to say, you can say it there. Uh, our Discord link is always in our Twitter account as well. That is twitter.com slash shattered order. And if you have feedback for the show, please send it to the shattered order at gmail.com. I think that's it, man. You got it. Well, yeah, I think that's it. You got anything else you want to say? Uh, no, not really. I think that pretty much covers all of it. Um, I guess we will, of course, catch you guys next. Oh, one last thing. Uh, shout out and thank you to Tyrek Thorne for the cheers on Twitch. We appreciate it. We do appreciate it. With that said, I want to say thank you, and we will see you all next week. Later.